0: Welcome to episode 113 of the Maybelline Devotional entitled Confession is Good for the Soul. Today I'll be looking at season 4, episode 15 of the Andy Griffith Show, Aunt B the Crusader. And I'll be looking at scripture from Proverbs 28, verse 13. In the beginning of today's episode, we see Mr. Frisbee, the Eggman, stopping by Andy's house and letting Aunt B know that he's being evicted from his property. He promises to give Opie a rooster if he'll be able to pin for it, and he gives Aunt B a mustache cup. Aunt B then says something about going down to the courthouse to talk to Andy about this. At the courthouse, we see Andy releasing Otis from jail after staying the night at the jail because of his drinking. Barney badgers Andy until he agrees to let him interrogate Otis. Barney doesn't have much luck with Otis, and he ends up leaving, and as he does, Aunt B comes in, sees Otis leaving, talks to him, and then begins badgering Andy about Mr. Frisbee. In the end, Aunt B leaves frustrated that he won't do anything about staying the eviction of Mr. Frisbee when Andy gets home he finds out from Opie that Mr. Frisbee has been given away some of his things and Andy thinks that Mr. Frisbee is trying to play on Aunt B's sympathy another argument ensues between Andy and Aunt B and Andy ends up leaving again without supper the next morning we see Andy and Opie at the breakfast table and Opie questions about Mr. Frisbee When Barney comes in, Andy explains how Aunt B is sticking up for Mr. Frisbee. When Andy and Barney arrive at the courthouse, they find a bunch of women protesting at the courthouse for the fairness of Mr. Frisbee. Later that afternoon, Andy gets a call that the county is ready to bulldoze Mr. Frisbee's property. When Andy and Barney show up, they check on Mr. Frisbee, and they find out that, well, the women are set up at his house protesting there. Andy, Opie, and Barney and one of the men working for the bulldozer... They start to get things out of the house and start moving the animals. Opie starts looking around for Bo, the rooster that Mr. Frisbee is going to give him, and Andy, he ends up trying to make the women leave. Opie finds the rooster and notices it's acting really strange. Andy goes to investigate what Opie had told him was a cellar under the hen house, and Barney tries to stall the women from doing anything else. It's shortly afterwards that Andy returns with a big pot, which turns out to be part of a steal. Andy informs the women that Mr. Frisbee was making moonshine. Barney ends up having to arrest Mr. Frisbee to save him from the mob of women who, just moments before, they were there to support him. In the epilogue, we see Aunt B come in, and she starts to apologize to Andy for defending Mr. Frisbee. As she's apologizing, Barney starts parroting while Aunt B and Andy are both saying, changing sides after each comment. Aunt B and Andy get on to him to quit butting in. Barney storms out of the room. The scripture I want to look at today comes from Proverbs chapter 28, verse 13. Whoever conceals his transgressions will not prosper, but he who confesses and forsakes them will obtain mercy. Now this might seem pretty straightforward, and well, really it is, but I want to look at it a little bit closer. The writer is talking about someone who is sinning and is intentionally covering their sins. This is a person who knows what they're doing and it's wrong, but they still make excuses for their wrongdoing. They might have even convinced themselves that it wasn't sin and what they'd done was okay. We see an example of this in the Old Testament when King David had Uriah the Hittite killed so he could have his wife Bathsheba. David hid his sins from what he thought was everybody, but God knew about them, and he sent the prophet Nathan to David's court to call him out on them. Later, as David writes in the 32nd book of Psalms about his sin, he writes that when he was quiet, his bones even hurt because they were groaning against his sin. But Solomon continues in this verse that the sinner needs to not just to confess his sins, but he needs to forsake them, to have mercy. How many times do we see celebrities or politicians go on air and admit to something scandalous they've done? I always ask myself, are they admitting that they're truly sorry for what they've done? Or are they admitting this just because they got caught? To forsake something means to give it up, to renounce it, to abandon it completely. And I think that that's where people are lacking. Mr. Frisbee wanted everyone to see that the county, what they what they were doing to him by driving him out of his home, and the women of Mayberry quickly stood up for him to try to find some justice for him. He was quick to stand with the women when they came to his house to tear it down. I think even Mr. Frisbee thought that they were doing a good work because you see that Mr. Frisbee hadn't started taking anything out of his house while the bulldozers they were in his front yard. Mr. Frisbee had thought that this was going to work possibly. Well, that is until Opie, you know, started looking for Bo. When Andy saw the condition that Bo was in, and he heard about the cellar, he got a suspicion about something. After some investigation, Andy comes back with a part of a steal, and you see Mr. Frisbee as he decides maybe to try and leave, but he is stopped. It's at this time Andy explains to the women Mr. Frisbee was making moonshine, and Mr. Frisbee starts to feel the heat from the women who were just moments before they were there to, to support him. Luckily for Mr. Frisbee, Andy and Barney arrest him, and, well, they save him from the crowd of women. Mr. Frisbee was concealing his transgressions, or in this case, the steal, and just as Solomon had wrote about. And at one point, it might look like Mr. Frisbee had a chance of being helped, but in the end, he needed mercy. Had Mr. Frisbee confessed his lawbreaking and quit making moonshine, I believe he stood a better chance with Andy and with the law. Maybe you would have stayed a better chance with the women of Mayberry also. What sins do we try to hide? You notice I didn't ask if you've ever hidden any, because I think there's a good chance that we all have hidden sins. You might think that you're hiding a sin pretty well and nobody knows about it. King David sure thought that he hid some, but I'm sure most everybody knew about his. We might truly have hidden our sins and think absolutely no one on earth knows about it, but I'm going to tell you, God knows about it. And there's going to come a time when we're going to have to answer for that sin. It might be in the form of a Nathan who comes to confront us about our sins. It might be our own body confronting us. Remember how I said David wrote that his own body groaned because of his sins. Or it might be that we have to answer to God himself when we stand before him one day. Our hidden sins will affect us. They'll affect our family, our church, and our sins, they affect God. They're sins against God, not just whoever we're sinning against ourselves. As Solomon wrote in the proverb, we need to confess our sins and forsake them to truly have mercy. We need to truly abandon them in all ways. While we see people every day who sin and prosper, one day they will have to answer for their sins, whether it's the ones that we all see, or whether it's the ones that, well, they've hidden pretty well. Mr. Frisbee thought that he was going to be able to hide his moonshine in the end, but he was found out and, you know, he looked like he needed rescuing by those who had stood beside him moments before. As Christians, we need to confess our sins and turn away from them. We need to get it out of our head that somehow no one knows about these hidden sins. If you know about it, then God knows about it also. First John chapter 1 verse 9 in the King James tells us, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. We don't need to just ask for generic forgiveness of our sins. We need to confess our specific sins before God. And as Solomon writes, we need to forsake them so that we can have mercy. As the old saying goes, confession is good for the soul. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Mayberry Devotional. If you haven't already, subscribe to the podcast and leave me a rating or a comment. I appreciate it. I hope you join me next time as I'll be looking at Season 4, Episode 16, Barney's Sidecar. Until then, thanks for listening.